in the super weird news, I tracked down a mutual friend of ours. He has not died. He is still living in Ipswich. But you know what he's up to these days? Working at a wolf den? <laughs> yup! How did you know about that? Well, uh, Jagger told me. Fair. Last time I saw him, which was at the uh, charity event thing. Fair. You had not mentioned Kenny was working at a wolf at a wolf habitat. It's. It was kind of like partially news to me. Partially got filed back with like, I don't know if I'll ever use this fact ever again. It's still a fact worth mentioning. Yeah, sorry about that. No issues. I found him on Facebook. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing working at the Wolf Sanctuary? <laughs> Slash, why am I more surprised that the Wolf Sanctuary is still around and not about the fact that you're working there? Like, it was only a matter of time till he wound up at the Wolf Sanctuary, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad occupation for him. I mean... No, no, it's... He's a bit of a badass and a crazy person in high school. It, it seems like a natural progression in some ways. It does in a kind of strange way. Speaking of which, where is your wolf sanctuary? I feel what? like this is something you both would have in common, like crocheting. Um, what do you mean by that? Um, I always associate you and him as having a lot of the same interests. Um, and that, like... You seem to seek out, like, I enjoy luchador wrestling. Yes, And then you true. went and found luchador wrestling this in your true. area. Um, How you haven't wound up at a, a wolf sanctuary or the owner of a wolf sanctuary or just have wolves in your apartment. Okay, where... so um, funny story about that. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> so when I first moved out, I was looking for jobs. I interviewed a scene shop that it didn't wind up working out because they weren't looking for people at the time, and I've pursued a different career path since then. But... Their neighbor mm. was like, they had this giant fuck off warehouse space. It was like, so I'm like, how the hell do you afford this? Like, this is a giant space. They had like, this was one of the most well equipped scene shops ever. Like, somehow they mm. were probably printing their own money. I'm like, I, so that's like a weird question. How do you guys <laughs> afford this space on scene shop money? And they go, oh, um, you didn't notice the sign coming in, did you? No. When you're leaving, take a look at the sign. And it turns out the reason their rent is so cheap is that the entire city block next to them is the captivity habitat for the guy that trains all the wolves that show up in, like, movies and TV shows and shit <laughs> like that. And no one's crazy enough to live next to them except them. So as part of the tour, they're like, yeah, look over this place. It's just fucking wolves, like 50 wolves just milling about in an urban environment. You're like, oh, shit, this is the wrong <laughs> part of town. <laughs> you didn't realize that the wrong part of town had nothing to do with being a tough neighborhood and everything to do with the wildlife that lived there. You know, I didn't take into effect the number of bears that lived in my neighborhood well, so when, I, when I was me. checking I, out my school zone. I do take that into non effect. children And, like, I, when I first looked into L.A. places to live, I looked up places with most coyote attacks, and I'm like, let's not live in any of those. <laughs> and oddly, In case you ever own a cat, that'll be a quick way to get it killed. No, it's because, so, um, you've heard the coyote story from me growing up, right? Um... I've heard the skunk story of oh. the skunk you chased out of your yard with a paintball gun. No, so we also had a rampant coyote problem in my neighborhood, too. We got, like, four or five coyotes every summer, and the issue was these were the human-desensitized coyotes, so they uh -huh. did not give a fuck about anything. Like, you'd be out Fuck your barbecue. What? Fuck your barbecue. A little bit, but you'd be, like, outside mowing the lawn, and there'd be, like, five coyotes just watching you do it, and you're like... 
do I keep mowing the lawn or do I go inside? Because I could maybe take one coyote, possibly two, probably not three, pretty sure not four, definitely not five. Five is right out. Five is definitely not something I could handle. And also a great excuse to get the fuck out of the sun. I, yeah, but they would just sit there and watch you. And it was like one of these things where like, we, we get rid of them next summer, new coyotes. It was like, what about our neighborhood? Like, what about living next to rich, affluent people? I know why we moved there, because my dad got a crazy deal on things, but, like, the coyotes have my dad's same crazy real estate finding skills, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, we found a repo house. Pretty nice. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Wicked Awesome Cast. And before we get going, or I introduce Jeff, we have proof people besides from us listen to this bullshit. And thank you for doing so, but also, what the hell is wrong with you? Seriously! Thank you. And yeah, Jeff's here, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, Charlie's first introduction to my good friend, Deadly Joe. His second time getting a shout-out on this brief stint, or into podcasting so far episode 11's no joke most people give up by now we're just yes. stubborn and don't do it weekly that's the more impressive part yeah we hit the ground running because i'm a crazy person i know i definitely learned from uh, rooster teeth don't do it daily no matter how interesting of a person you are do not do daily podcasts or you will burn yourself the fuck out. i don't want to listen to a podcast daily like um there was something just listed that posted twice a week, and even that was just me going like, I don't care this much. I have other podcasts. Consult, yeah. like, I'd rather one three-hour episode than two hour-and-a-half episodes, oddly enough. Yep. Yeah, but, yeah. I, listen to, or I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts while I'm working, so it's good to have, like, okay, an hour of Magic the Gathering, then an hour of League of Legends, and ourselves, because I'm a douchebag to listen to my own content. You should. Well. Okay, so here's <laughs> the best part. Uh, as the person who sees who views what on the channel, I think you're the only person that does work for the channel that watches stuff you're not in. Like, that's the best part. It's like, you know, <laughs> people watch what they're in because I'm in everything and have to watch it because I have to edit most of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that stuff. But, like, mm -hmm. it's like... Jim only asks about Jim stuff, I, and the list goes on. Like, Lil's only watched the Lil stuff. You've watched more of it than I have, technically, at this point. <laughs> watched and not edited. I've watched all of the crap that goes up. Yep. And sometimes it's like, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> why? Do I have to rewatch this for to make sure it doesn't have bugs in it? Fuck it, it's going up bugs and all. <laughs> So I've shitty, had shoddy mistakes. So I'm busy trying to fix one of my video capture devices, and like every week I'm like, is it working this week? No. <laughs> Gotta go with the one I don't like, I guess. That makes editing more fun. Next week. Nope, still not working. Why mm. are you not working? Yeah. Mm. So how's your week been, man? My week has been good. Um, mostly spent playing League of Legends. Last week I had my... Uh, my Dungeons and Dragons group met, and uh, well, I guess it's technically it's Pathfinder. So when I talk about there being a ninja in the game, that people are can make that jump. And my ninja finally did something ninja, because my ninja has had this horrible history of doing things like falling off buildings and getting drunk, passing out on our table, and the, another character drawing dicks on his face, 
all very un-ninja things my ninja has accomplished. I, I like the fact that our brief the uh, foray into D&D in high school was more mature than the one you're doing as a full-ass adult. I don't now. know. Our one friend seduced a man in a... We found an old, like, 80-year-old guy in a crate. And promptly, our friend rolled a, D rolled a nat 20 to seduce him. Which he announced that if we ran into anything in the cave, which I don't know how... In a cave, we ran into a sentient creature that wasn't a fucking Zubat. We found one thing, and he said, if we find anything, I'm seducing it. I don't care, 80-year-old woman, 80-year-old guy, 88-year-old, well, probably not 8-year-old, but, like, anything with Flash we run into, Goblin, I will, I'm rolling Seduce. And you had to role-play yeah, what yeah, that man said in response. Yeah, DMing. <laughs> to be fair, that fucker now tames wolves professionally, so... Yes. Yes, he does. Who am I to argue with that logic at that point? Yep. <laughs> um, but finally, my ninja did something ninja, which was um, he has a uh, Kursai Gama, I believe it is, which is basically a uh, sickle attached to a long chain with a weighted ball on the end. It's like chains are the most evil weapons possible. Yes, they're very good. And... Uh, I did a, uh, I ran into another character from my home village because I've basically done the, uh, when we were doing the character creation for this character, I was like, all right, let's try and shoehorn as many tropes into a 10 foot square as we can. So you made Naruto? No, I didn't make Naruto, but it is an orphan. Um, <laughs> does he have a nine tailed fox demon inside of him too? No, but spoiler, he is getting demon powers. Um, so but that's only Naruto, because I'm it. friends with the, uh, it's not Naruto. It's actually closer to God of War. Um, so here's how it's going. So basically the plot line, since I know no one who um, listens to me and my friend's uh, party is going to listen to this. Um, my backstory as I like set it up for Robert was, my, or my DM's name is Robert. Um, I was just like, okay, my character's a ninja. Now, most characters who like actually role play if their background isn't at least somewhat shitty there's no purpose to go adventuring like if you write a character it's like it has an amazing home life it's rich it lives in a mansion okay uh and it lives out its happy days in its mansion being waited on hand and foot where if it's like so he had his teeth teeth kicked in all through middle school life sucked couldn't get a date so he decided you know what what's the world got to offer that's an adventurer so I was like, okay, first things first, murder my family. <laughs> so that's the char the character arc we're getting to is my, we are now going through the, Ryu's, my character's name is Ryu because I'm boring and lame. Does he I named have the him, dragon punch? Does he have the Hadouken? Is his best friend not. a blonde guy in a red gi with a weirdly specific American sounding name? I was actually thinking more uh, Ninja Gaiden, so I was thinking my father could either be named Joe or Ken Hayabusa. Um, I hate you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, Fucking I actually, nerd! I actually had the conversation, the exact phrase of, I wonder what... Uh, so my character's last name is Onikasai, which leads or means um, demon kill, which uh, is the corniest, lamest, tropiest name I could think of intentionally. And... Um, I was like, do you ever wonder what John and Edna Onikasai are up to on a Thursday night? <laughs> He's like, are your parents really named John and Edna? I'm like, no, 
But I'm tempted. <laughs> I, I I hope like bears just ransack your place tomorrow while you're at work or something. <laughs> Don't kill you. Just like knock everything over. Leave a passive message. Don't like shit wasn't good enough to steal, motherfucker. We just had to break shit to prove a point. Yep. Is break in and smash my mic, all my guitars and my microphone. No, no, this kind of knocks um, stuff over, so it's a pain in the ass. But you can't even like really call the cops. Like someone broke in. Did they steal something? No, they jostled everything. <laughs> they spray painted "You're a douche" on my wall. Yeah, it's a penis on written your in Japanese. Exactly. <laughs> um. So that was my D and D thing. Um, I played a bunch of League of Legends. League of Legends news. Um, I guess jumping to my portion of the news segment, which is the few things I actually read because I'm terrified of reading. Um, so one, uh, playoffs are over. Um, well, so is this CLG news, news? Can we sa- Should we save this or is this more of a, how does this twist into your week? Um, I guess that doesn't, but the, uh, other than the team that I was rooting for to get third place that has gotten fourth place for the last like four seasons running, that used to be named Curse, and it's called the Curse of the Curse, got fourth place again. <laughs> Sounds about right. I actually saw something. It's Cloud9, right, or something like that? Uh, Team Liquid. I, I confused two teams. That. I think Cloud9 I Cloud is one of the teams, though. I know that much. Yep. You're in the know. <laughs> oh, God, but, uh, I hope not. <laughs> but basically, that and playing League of Legends uh, defined my week, so... How was your week, Mr. Mordak? Uh, so, um... The forbidden one. Someday I'll go into me and my girlfriend's very strange relationship. But so, um, not strange, but less conventional than normal people, I guess. But so, um, her birthday was last week, and she, like me, is like, fuck off, I don't celebrate my birthday and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'll go drink on my birthday, but that's about as far as I'll take it. But she wanted mm-hmm. to do something for it, so we held all of the potatoes day. Where our goal was to eat as many different forms of potatoes as possible. And I'm talking like latkes, french fries, mashed potatoes, home fries, hash browns. Like, when we got up to eight, nine if you include vodka. <laughs> and that was fun. Involved a fair am- I, I rarely eat enough food that I consider myself, like, uncomfortably full. And mm-hmm. when you eat three meals in a day that feature potatoes pretty prominently, even for someone of my size and stunt eating ability, I'm like, ooh, I ate too much. grease and carbs. <laughs> it's like grease, just it's like it's dense, absorbent material. We're like, mmm. So this is what eating packing foam is like. <laughs> My meal is about to start growing a spud. Yeah. No, yeah, that 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 was a thing. But um, uh, in the uh, weirder realm of life, and the more video game related realm of life, I got into a bunch of video games. We're gonna start with one I'm ashamed of, because I want to quit playing it, but it's kind of oddly addictive, and it is Destiny. No, 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 that one I've just accepted. <laughs> that one I'm okay with. It is Neku Atsune. Kitty okay. Collector. Oh my god, you got into Kitty Collector. So my girlfriend was playing it, and I'm like, that game is bullshit until this, like, ridiculously fat cat showed up, like, doing the, like, scumbag, I just ate your food, lean on something. I'm like, I need to play this game 
but I needed to play this game so that cat is always on my screen when I play this game. His name mm -hmm. is Tubbs, and every other cat in that game is bullshit compared to this scumbag. <laughs> this shit-eating motherfucker. Yeah, no, like, he shows up and eats your food and leaves you money. He's like, yeah, I'll keep shit up as long as there's food. I don't care beyond that. Like, whenever he shows up, he's, like, relaxing, just fat, and like, oh, you live here? Whatever. I ate your food. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Your neighbor has food. Guess who isn't here anymore? Yeah, ex Me. No, that's exactly what it feels like. And it's it, it, the game has now morphed from she was playing to try and get all the cats and, like, all that stuff to a vehement, like, hatred for each other of who has tubs at that given time in the <laughs> game. And I'm kicking her ass at that. She's like, I have all these other cats. I'm like, yeah, but they're bullshit compared to tubs. Like, mm -hmm. nothing is as good as tubs. Look at that shit-eating grin on that cat. He is the <laughs> smuggest motherfucker ever. Like, the game should be renamed How to Keep Tubs in the Game the Longest. <laughs> tubs Acquisitioner, the I, game. Basically, like, I, I, I hope to have tubs enough in that game that eventually the Adopt Tubs option comes up and the game just is ruined from that point on. Mm -hmm. and, and the crowning moment is if you're if the cats are at your place enough, yes, I'm aware of what game I'm talking about. They give you gifts, and Tubbs' gift is fucking salmon jerky, mm -hmm. which is just awesome. Oh, man, salmon jerky? Yeah. I have been drinking with uh, a couple of friends who are Russian, and I guess it's a cultural thing to eat fish yeah. jerky while drinking because it makes you thirstier so you can yep. drink more. And I, for one, like... I'm not a big fish fan, so I was like, "I'll take some cow, please." <laughs> no, but I I enjoy I enjoy jerky in its many different iterations, and salmon mm -hmm. jerky, if made correctly, is fucking fantastic. But so me and her are sitting on the couch watching something. I whip open the thing, and it's like, "You have a present from Tubbs." Fucking salmon jerky. I just kind of rotate the phone to look at her, and she's like. You son of a bitch! <laughs> How dare Tubbs love you more than me? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that the best cat in the game thinks my phone is better. <laughs> but yeah, that's that that's the one I'm ashamed of. <laughs> Made for a good story. Oh yeah, no, it's I, it's got that rare mix of I have to touch the game like once or twice a day and reap the benefits. If those who watch the um our Game of the Year stuff for 2015 may have seen me fight especially hard for a um, idle clicker remaining uh, in the top ten list a lot longer than it had any right to. My first thought when you brought this up was like, a game I'm ashamed of. He wasn't ashamed of cookie clicker reskin. Oh, no, no, no. What on no. this world could bring shame to this individual? I am a big fan of phone games that have a set it and forget functionality to it, and Tubbs, who is awesome... <laughs> feeds into the set it and forget systems I enjoy on phone games like I don't like phone games but I like phone games I have to interact with like once a week where it's like meh reap rewards just okay. check in yeah I, I like that for some weird reason it, it scratches I that a, itch I saw a YouTube haiku recently that was um Gordon Ramsay cooking something and he's like okay now just put it in the oven for three hours and set it and forget it and the next it just hard cuts to a house on fire yep <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, like, I'm the person Tamagotchis were invented for if Tamagotchis were, like, self-sustaining, 
belligerent items. Like, if it was like, fuck you, man, I'm not hanging out with you, and would come back once a week to be fed, that's the Tamagotchi I'd want. It needs the, like, the Minecraft effect, like, you need to earn your giant golden penis or else you don't appreciate it. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy that part of it, but... Not the gold, giant gold penis part of it, but <laughs> I enjoy set it and forget it phone games a little more than I probably should for some weird reason. But, but it needs to have some weird abusive relationship with you where it's like, no, I don't want you. Yes, no, no. <laughs> a phone game that like walks around giving me the middle finger, basically being like, you're not cool enough to hang, is a good phone game. <laughs> like a phone game that actively is like, no, you don't play this anymore, okay? You may or may not have Stockholm Syndrome. No, I totally do. <laughs> All hail Tubbs, master of the internet. Battered phone game syndrome. Uh, Tubbs is totally going to be the icon for this episode. Oh, God. Tubbs with a skull face. Tubbs with a skull face. Is there any way belly? we can make our skull face more shit grinnier? <laughs> shit eating greedier? Put it on a shit grin cat, yeah. <laughs> of course there is. Oh, I'll find God. a way. But so, um, as Jeff may have implied, I've been playing a lot of the um, April update of Destiny. There's more there than I initially gave it credit for. There's not a lot there, but they've added enough stuff that, like, my addiction's in full-blown again, where it's like, hey, there's stuff you want. There is stuff I want. You have to play a shit ton of this game to get that stuff. I will play a shit ton of this game to get that stuff. <laughs> All right, Daddy's gonna play some Destiny. <laughs> no, it's, break out the mirror. And it's weird because I, there was a point in time where I would honestly say, like, I am fucking good at this game, and that fell off a little bit. But no, I was realizing the game hadn't equalized yet because people had like outleveled me. I am still a little too good at that game because I've been doing some stuff in the game where it's like, holy crap, how are you getting this many kills? Ah, uh, it's just hard being this good at Destiny. <laughs> Hang on, team. Just get on my back. I'll carry you to safety. Nice. Yeah. No. It's. It's not. It. I'm. I'm not saying I will. En I'm enjoying being back full force in that game, but it's nice to have some newish stuff to do again. I still wish there was more. I'll probably drop off that game in about a week or two more. Probably. Like, I. I don't think this injection of content will keep me going for as long as I want it to. It and seems like they've kind of done an endgame content thing right where, like, I find, like, a lot of games would be like, oh, we injected some new endgame content, and everyone who's already sitting around, like, holding their dick being like, now what do I do? is like, oh, I just collected it all instantly. Where it should be like, okay, all you guys who are, like, level 100 or whatever, yeah, you know how you have everything, you can acquisition stuff pretty easily, yeah? Well, this is out of your reach. Yeah, no, what? And, it's, and it's, I fully admit, I am chasing one exotic weapon in that game, it's the Lord of Dragon. Wolves. Yeah, pretty much. Chasing one exotic dragon. Yeah, one exotic dragon. You <laughs> never catch it, by the way. You never catch it, because Destiny's RNG fucking sucks. <laughs> but they've made some quality of life changes in the background of that game that make the chasing of the dragon a little bit more palpable, because you still... Unlike previous times I've gotten big into Destiny, you have a nice constant sense of forward momentum, which I could not say about any expansion prior to this. I just mm -hmm. wish there was more to progress through if that makes any sense mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it's i've been playing a lot of that again and i'll probably be playing a little less of that because i got the dark souls mm -hmm. and 
I did something I'm not totally comfortable with, but I'll probably come to be happy about. I. You got it for PC. I got it for PC. Oh boy. And it runs really good on my PC. Holy shit, does that game oh, look pretty? Oh. I for for those unclear, I have a monster PC, like a ridiculously powerful PC, that I just live in fear of playing AAA games on, because I have no. I know why, because back when I had kind of got phased out of and forced back onto consoles, indie games worked great because they were lower resolution, less intensive. But everything I heard was like, yeah, as long as you don't have a 7070, a 700 series NVIDIA graphics card, you're fine. I'm like, I have a nine, I have a 980. I should be fine. Oh, this game's real pretty. It runs at 60 frames a second. Oh, you're not Bloodborne still, Dark Souls, but I'll, I'll give you a shot on this. You got, uh, you got a nice dress. Yeah. You ain't quite my type of masochism, but you'll do. Mm -hmm. So I've been dipping my toe into that, and... I've been super like, yeah, we'll do something with this. Up to the ankle now in the water. No, 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 pull the ankle out, pull the ankle out. So uh, this is going to sound real finicky and whiny. I'm playing it on an Xbox 360 gamepad. I wish I could find, I wish I would start messing around and make it work with a PS4 controller because holy crap is it hard to go back to other controllers after that thing. Could be worse. Could be a fucking uh, Wii U remote oh, tablet. I, I want to see that. Frisbee. Now. Yeah, I want to see that now. Someone plays Dark Souls on a Wii U. That'd be horrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's got that right amount of, like, bending moment to yeah. really just crack the center yeah. in half. No, yeah. frustration. We'll probably talk more about Dark Souls next week when I've played more yeah. of it, but I... I have bought a AAA game on the PC for the first time since I built this thing, and I am fucking terrified. <laughs> Let the satisfaction flow into you. It's not there yet, but praise the sun. Praise it, I say. And um, I guess to transition into news a little bit, I, so our, to transition to our main topic, which we're going to jump to in a second or two, I checked out some of the Division updates that launched around the same time as Destiny's update. Yeah, we're going to talk about that game later as a springboard to other stuff. Yeah, say we, we're going to have to prevent ourselves from changing topic too much here, or else we're going to be in today's main topic. Thick. Yeah, no, so um, uh, before we get to that, let's talk about some news! I don't know why I'm why am I sing-songy this week. Uh, so, um, first order on... The list. Here, here, clang, clang. Rock Band 4 getting Justin Bieber songs. Rock Band 4 officially sucks now. <laughs> Rock Band 4 officially worst game ever released. I, <laughs> Claims radical local podcast. <laughs> I, I, and I didn't see this other stuff popping out. No, like, I'll back that up. They can, they can say that about me. I'll stand behind that one. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I stand by these words. Rock Band yep. 4 now sucks. I, it's so on like an additional news. There's some DLC for Rock Band you won't be able to buy soon anymore. Like the um, I guess the license they have for the Beatles is expiring. Which you're bringing Justin Bieber on, but you couldn't renew your goddamn Beatles content. Like someone dropped the ball there. I think a little bit. I I just felt like I mean, starting. They're probably both very disproportionately priced items. Yeah. I, yeah, I just want to start off with something light. Uh, yeah. So, um, in other news, Counter Strike 1.6 is 
now on Android phones. The mm-hmm. way Counter-Strike was always meant to be played. <laughs> I don't know. Needs more CRT monitor. Yeah. Can I hook my cell phone up to a CRT monitor? For I that don't fit, know. I, for that 60 hertz feeling? I, I thought you actually might know more about this because you swim in those circles, kind of. Like, this was just, like, so dumb. I'm like, this can't be real. Holy crap, this is real. Mm. Why is this real? I mean, every now and then when you they take a mobile game and they really build around its being a mobile game, like um, the mobile version of Grand Theft Auto Vice City is a solid, fully no, functioning yeah, that's a great game. game. Um, that said, like, they didn't just port the game. Like, they took the time and effort to rework it to make it compatible. No, they, they, they took some time on that one. I, have you played Counter-Strike for the phone? I have not. I have, would you play Counter-Strike for the phone? Maybe. Yeah, I... I don't know. I'm not... I don't play that much... I used to play a fair amount of Source, but I never got good at the game, so it didn't have much holding power with me. CSGO's tournament circuit and stuff, I've, like, followed a little bit of because it's interesting. Um, only because I have friends who are, like, legitimately into it, so I'll be like, yeah, I'll root for Team Liquid because North America. Sure. But that's about as deep as I go into the Counter-Strike circles. If they added a scumbag cat to the game, I might be interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably have a scumbag cat knife that's like a $700 skin or some bullshit. Ooh, if, if that's a real thing, someone send me a link to that. I, I might Ooh. be playing some uh, Counter-Strike on my phone if that's the case. <clears throat> it's probably in CSGO. Probably. Probably. Uh, they have all the skin bedding and all that weird stuff. Yeah. So in things coming in the near future, we have Mafia 3 has the official release date of October 3rd. I, you a fan of the Mafia franchises at all, Jeff? I never really got to play it. Um, I only saw. I only knew one person ever who owned it, so it never really like made its way to me. I'm genuinely curious about this one. I've always liked the Mafia franchise, where it's like Grand Theft Auto minus the zaniness. Like it's a grounded version of Grand Theft Auto, which doesn't mm-hmm. sound fun, but like it's it's a neat other side of the coin. Where it's like, no, no, speeding will get the cops on you. Like, don't run red lights. Why? The cops will notice that. There's a button to hold down to maintain proper traffic etiquette and shit like that. Which, that mm-hmm. level of realism was cool. And the new one's set in Louisiana, which could be real cool. If it's got a feeding people like alligator simulator part of it for information or something, <laughs> I could be all over this game. I, I want that like deep, dirty south angle going on. Mm-hmm. No, it looks cool. And I'm glad... I was a little unsure if they'd make a third one after the second one because it's been a long time between the two in, between the iterations. So. This has like been the year of like games that I didn't think were gonna get further sequels got further sequels. Yeah. Um, because I thought that there was only I don't know if I was just wrong or I thought I heard that like Uncharted three was gonna be the last Uncharted, and then God of War three obviously like fucked up its full universe and it's like well that's should be the last of those yeah like some franchises i feel like have really like they tied up all their ends and then they're like yeah so we decided that we were out of ideas and we wanted money yeah pretty much uh so moving on the next desk up the next destiny update the uh, next major one comes out september 20th and what makes this newsworthy this far out is it's part of the um Rail Azir, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, R-E-Y-L-A-Z-Z-I-R, conspiracy, where someone has made an account that's referenced in the game, he's posting shit, like, ten minutes after updates happen that you'd never be able to find that quickly. Like, 
shit is going. Like, there's some augmented reality bullshit going on at Bungie right, right now, and it's kind of cool to see them doing this now. So they're doing kind of like a Steam kind of like Steam announced Portal Two by releasing a whole bunch of fucking like random files that didn't make any sense. And you had to fucking like deep dive into Portal One. Not quite that far, but like. There's something going on, and because the community for Destiny is like located in very specific spots, Bungie's been capable of targeting those spots and doing some interesting stuff. Like it's the conspiracy angles of it's gotten real interesting to watch, and it's neat to see that kind of stuff going on for a game that's now two years old and has had a weird mix of it. Oh, um, remember Metroid Prime Federation? Uh, no. It was that Metroid game we railed all over after the at the E3 thing last year. It's coming out August 19th. No one cares because it's not a Metroid game, but I'm putting okay. it on there. Uh, April 26th, Rocket League is getting hoops mode. Yeah, I talked to my friend who plays a lot of that game about that, and I'm awfully confused on how that's going to work. It's like a, So it's like a floating hula hoop you try and knock the ball into. I, I really want to see high-end play of this because the video they put up at least is like people knocking up and spiking it down with another car into the hoop. I'm like, that's and pretty cool. And they all do cool. aerials and shit. Yeah, I'm like, that's really kind of cool. It's fucking hard to control. No, I, it's that's why I want to see the high-end play. I will never be that good at that game, but yeah, it's interesting looking. So I'm in weird hardware land. Oh, sorry, it's get back up one step. VLC is coming to the Xbox One this summer. I didn't know VLC was capable of coming to a closed console. Like, that seems like a weird thing to me. Like, you, you want the media player that plays everything, and I mean everything, on a controlled, hacker, allegedly hacker-proof, like, small environment. That seems like a way to open up a gateway for weird things to happen. It enables you to put, like, uh, I mean, like, with PlayStation 3, I know you can, like, take a flash drive, put content on it, and it'll within limits play it yeah. like it's very limited on like i don't think it, i don't know if it can do like you know mp4s it may only be able to do like avi and mov files or something. like it's got limits but it can play videos for it i don't know if they'll be able to use that functionality and be like use your xbox to listen to your flac files or something no it's i had the same reaction it's kind of like a ha they're going back to this whole xbox one as a media hub thing that's interesting are they going to, like, get a uh, link with, like, Bandcamp or one of the, like, audio providers that actually provides file formats that require VLC to play? What I read into that didn't go into great detail, but it's... Yeah. The fact that a very open-source program is coming to a very not-open-source platform... Yeah. I thought was kind of striking. And on that topic, they are no longer making Xbox 360s. They have stopped production of those. Mm -hmm. So if you're like me and are hoarding Xbox 360s, it's about to get a lot more valuable. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, it's... That thing came out long ago enough now that I'm like, holy crap, I thought they stopped making them a while ago. Hmm. Yeah. It just dawned on me that you said Xbox 360, not Xbox One. Yeah. That'd be like just finding out that they just discontinued the PlayStation 2. Which they... Well, maybe the PlayStation 3, but yeah. They might still be making PlayStation 2s. We may never know. <laughs> I think every now and then someone releases, like, a mobile platform of it, but, like... Yeah. And in other console hardware news, we have the PS4.5 specs have kind of come out, and they are better? 
Like, it's, again, not much is known about this. We kind of talked about it a couple times by now. Uh, calling it the PS4K, I think, is definitely the best name for it. It definitely seems to be aimed at that stuff. But, oddly enough, Sony's come out and said a bunch of things. Like, you can't design exclusively for the new console. It has to still work on an old PS4. And it's stuff like better processors, faster... Uh, better hertz and stuff like that like it's it's a weird set of upgrades that are very compatible still conceptually with the existing ps4 so it's like as someone who already owns one i'm like do i even bother updating to this like how much of an advantage will i actually see because it's called like it's like a neo mode is what they're calling it where it's the um enhanced mode i guess it's like this seems weird especially because they're basically saying you can't design exclusively release a patch it has to work for both of them you can't focus on one or the other which i think is awesome it's gonna be crazy to enforce but it really makes this thing seem to seem weirder and weirder to me mm -hmm. and, i mean my main focus with that system is the more it obsoletes the ps4 and makes its price drop the happier i get no yeah no and that's definitely it it's like do you like i have an extra ps4 because reasons it's like do i sell that fucker right now and cash in while it's still got some money attached to it or do i hold on to it and see what the hell happens with all of this because part of me is almost wondering if there'll be this weird thing where it's like yeah the new one's more powerful but the old one was better or something like that because mm -hmm. that's happened a couple times in this weird console war we live in but so our last piece of mini news is gonna be eve crap because while neither of us play eve it's got some stuff going on. It's kind of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um... So how's the, how's, how's the war? The war is totally going on still, and the war is still fucking nuts. I think it's been nicknamed, or it's been officially named World War B, and, like, the, the more I dive into this and the more, like, official news comes out of the war, the crazier it gets. So it's now been officially confirmed. It's basically a bunch of mercenary organizations, that was the start of it, being funded by the in-game, like, gambling cartels to mm -mm. wipe out this giant federation. It's like, and, like, the best part is, like, some outlets have gotten into, like, war reporting on this crap, and it's been really interesting to read where it's like so what were your motivations for getting into this i wanted to see them decrease in size and because i was bored that is the best reason to go to war on someone in a video game <laughs> because we could we do what we or was it we do what we must because we can exactly I, it's so that's not really news but the guys that make eve ccp are in development of a new first person shooter set in the Eve universe, which we talked about Dust 514, I think, last episode, maybe two episodes ago. We Last episode, yeah. we touched on it. We've touched on it, where it's like, it was cool in concept, because the universe of Eve is really cool. The game itself wasn't so interesting, and at least Dust, the not Dust, the um, new one, codenamed Project Nova. Mm -hmm. I think things should never be allowed to be called Nova, but that's a separate topic. It looks mm -hmm. cool, and what I'm secretly hoping for, and like they've come out and said, we're focusing more on making this a good FPS and less of a Eve-like game, which was my biggest complaint with Dust 514. Like, the universe it had going for it was really cool. The issue was the stuff that made it Eve-like didn't carry over so well to a first-person shooter, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would really like a... Too many RPG elements? 
No, not enough ones that function like RPG elements. A lot of... St I, I, you spent a lot of time kind of equipment managing in that game, but not in a good way where, like, you had to have stocks of assault rifles or you'd suddenly wind up with no assault rifles because if you died, the assault rifle you were losing got lost to you. Mm -hmm. You started buying stuff in, like, large quantities. It, it fit within the context of EVE, but in a game that's based around... Like we talked about this. A game that's based around just kind of arena deathmatch-style things where you're constantly dying to a certain extent, the consumable equipment doesn't work quite as well. Yep. Yeah, it's... So I'm excited for this. Like, if they could make, like, a Borderlands, Destiny, Division-esque game set in the EVE universe, I'd be totally down for that, because it's a cool set of lore and world that I'd like to be in some way part of in a more... What's the right word I'm looking for? Engaging way than their traditional EVE setting. Mm -hmm. I guess on that same note, they announced that EVE Valkyrie is coming to all of the VR headsets eventually, including mm -hmm. uh, including the um, PlayStation VR thing, which is neat. Okay. Yeah, they're branching out. That game does look cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say, I've got one news thing. Um, so League of Legends is going to be going through what's referred to as the Mage Update, where they're doing the thing where they turn the game on its head again and rework an entire class. Huh. So they're reworking all of the AP mid laners, pretty much, and they're changing the way the items work, and um, they're changing the way a lot of the champions work. Some of them ground up overhauls, and uh, yeah. The only person I think they totally fucked over was Fiddlesticks. <laughs> Fuck Fiddlesticks. And they removed, they removed Spell Vamp from the game, uh, huh. pretty much altogether. Um, that said, they did like characters like Vladimir. They Life Steal and um, Spell Vamp were part of his kit. They just put it on his abilities individually and didn't give it to other people. So other people can't build sustain that way. Makes sense. They they they're making mages a lot stronger. So it's going to be interesting to see how this flips the meta on its head now that 80 carries are out of the sun and AP mids will be. It's As someone looking in from the outside, it's really cool that they're willing to just kind of like say, fuck the formula we got right now. We're just changing stuff to keep it interesting. Yep. I, they, I like that. Yeah, they definitely don't like... Sometimes I'm like, man, I wish they would move towards like the perfect game where it's like everything's viable at all times, but it's much more like, nah, that's kind of impossible, so we just shake the snow globe every now and then. No, I think part of what makes it a perfect game is while the game doesn't change fundamentally all that much, like, mm -hmm. the controls are the same, the way you play the game is the same, hell, the maps are basically the same. Mm -hmm. I, it's... They do find ways of keeping you engaged. Like, no, no, it's totally new now. Why? Everything is different and nothing is different at the same time. Like, We've, yep. we've tweaked the rules, not the game itself. And I, I find that refreshing. It's cool. Yeah. So the, or this is going to be one of the bigger, like, this isn't a little patch. This is going to be colossal yeah. when no, this thing hits. It sounds like a major event. It's like, yeah, we wiped out this entire continent. Why would you? To make way for the new continent we put on top of it. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> but, uh springboarding off of that and what I'm sure will be a bad release. Will there be a dumpster fire, if you will, associated with the launch of a new League of Legends meta? Oh, there's going to be people who love it. There's going to be people who hate it. Reddit is going to be one giant colossal multi-dick circle jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of multi-dick flaming circle jerks that are located in burning dumpsters, The Division. 
The division. So we're not gonna just beat on the division. We're gonna use this as a bit of a springboard, but I want to talk about the just flaming car wreck that is. We the avoided division. this earlier so that you you can get this off your chest. Yeah, no. So I I spent a little bit of time with the division. I I I keep going back to it, expecting it to be a little bit better than I left it. And every time I go back, I'm like, yeah, this is basically the same thing. And then I leave, and then something ridiculous happens, and I'm like. Well, that's bad. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, on the same day as the Destiny April update, we got a bunch of new stuff in the Division. And some of it's cool. It came with a whole slew of just bullshit, excuse me, glitches, ranging from ways to make your guns do infinite damage to... <laughs> weird farming stuff to lockouts of accounts again to just the dark zone getting fucked over again like it's this game has become a every time they add something new like it's two steps forward and then ten steps back and they eventually work their way up but they're choosing to focus on the wrong steps to take and I try and avoid doing this because they're not really fair comparisons but let's compare to Destiny for a second where there's a lot of there's a lot of overlap in what the fan community has done with both games. It's all, in many ways, like the biggest things the fan community creates are ways to exploit scenarios within the games. And where Bungie's kind of like, okay, we remove that so you can't do that anymore, or yeah, do that. We don't care. Why? You're making it worse for yourself. Like, enjoy your game as you want. Like, we didn't think about that, so we're not gonna punish you for it. Mm -hmm. Ubisoft The Division has taken a much more aggressive approach where uh, there's a thing called the incursion in the game, which it's allegedly their high-end endgame content. It's fucking 15 rounds of horde mode. It is bullshit. It's mm -hmm. okay, but it's not really good. Like, it's... Destiny has raids, and raids are awesome with puzzle mechanics and interesting scenarios and stuff like that. They have replayability. I played the incursion, got about half of the way through it, and then I'm like, I never want to play this ever again. Because it's die and you wipe. Like it, it, It's the game trying to force the game to be something that's never been up to that point, where it's very much a, hey, you need a healer, you need a tank, you need a tech guy, which the game does not handle as well as you might want it to, which is mm -hmm. a damn shame. And it's, it really suffers in this, where it's like, yeah, it's just horde mode. Like, welcome to the arena. Shoot stuff. Don't die. Does cool stuff happen? <laughs> stuff happens. You'll never feel really cool doing it. Mm -hmm. But I'd, so, as a result, people found exploits to deal with this. And like I said, where Destiny's, where Bungie's reaction's been like, we tweaked it. Ubisoft's reaction's been, we will punish those who exploited this glitch in the mm -hmm. game. It's like, I, I get it. Don't be a dick, but at the same time, if people are looking for exploits in your game to get high-end gear, maybe there's something wrong with your game in an overall kind of sense. Like, the, the economy of that game isn't great. The focus of the end game of that game on the Dark Zone, something that people like me find interesting but completely unappealing at the same time, it's a cool concept, just not in a game that doesn't play well enough to support it kind of thing. And everything they've done in support of this since Glitch started showing up have just been bad. Like, they started off okay, where it's like, we found a boss glitch, we removed that, okay, cool, we should be able to do that. 
We will punish you for finding a way into this area to glitch this boss. Test it better then. Like, we found it. Don't take away our gear for it kind of thing. Like, it's... We get it. We're ruining your economy by finding these things. But that's on you as the game's creators. Like, the fact we're still playing this game as long as we have been is pretty damn impressive in my book, actually. Like, this game does not when, deserve to be played this much. When did uh, that game come out? Um, February? Like, and people are already at endgame content? I got, to endgame and con I got to endgame content in that game in a week. That's not... And so at the time, there wasn't right. a lot of endgame content even. Like, it was... I mean, I don't even own all the champions in League of Legends yet. I, I've been playing for five years. I, so to juxtapose my point, like, you can get to the end of Destiny, and by end I mean max level, in three or four days if you really hammer it. I think I got one character to max level in vanilla Destiny in the span of two days, but that was also playing, like, 14 hours a day. So that mm. was some commitment at that point of a crazy person. Mm -hmm. And that being said, then, though, you will not be prepared for a bunch of the endgame stuff. But you can engage with the endgame stuff. The but the systems have always been there for building up to that content. The Division added gear scores and gear sets. Like, they're trying to fix some complaints retroactively, but they're kind of doing it by shoving content down your throat as opposed to being like, hey... Here's new supers like, hey, here's gear sets that all look the same and kind of shitty. Like it's you have variations on hoodies, but they're but they're epic hoodies. Okay. Like, and you found mm -hmm. yourself equipping gear because it had a better gear score, not because <laughs> excuse me, was necessarily better gear. It was just like, eh, you have to get this number up. Why? To do the content. Is it better gear? No. In fact, the stuff I was using beforehand was stat-wise better gear, but the number was lower. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, the game is still just plagued with, like, every new every week there seems to be some new exploit and thing going on. Like, the fact that the um, backpack locking you out of your game glitch existed for as long as it did that's horrifying imagine like imagine if buying a character in league locked you out of that game for roughly three weeks mm -hmm. yeah and they're like yeah they're like yeah we're working on it you should fix this now we fixed this exploit of people farming this one character that's not a problem fix the one locking people out of the game mm -hmm. yeah it's like and it's happening again it's like oh the um infinite damage thing yeah fix that People are exploiting this thing. Don't really care. Fix the infinite damage thing first. Mm -hmm. And they fix some stuff, but, like, it's... Hotfixes happen, and hotfixes should be like, hey, this graphic wasn't showing up correctly. We fixed the texture. This voice, the sound cue was off. It's like, it shouldn't be, we fixed this game-breaking bug again. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, I'm being hard on the game because that game has truly reached flaming status of just like me walking around going I wouldn't mind playing this game if it was a little bit better but holy crap mm -hmm. nothing you do is fixing this and it's just on fire constantly yep not as the gaslight the match burn yeah and it's it's dumb stuff for like we give Ubisoft grief for like the um, faces disappearing glitch I would rather that stuff be happening in this game than what we're getting because those are funny it's like oh your graphic engine sucks whatever 
these are problems, like gear goes missing, and the fact that people are spending so much time trying to find ways to exploit your systems suggests a larger issue of your systems aren't good either, because we wouldn't be working this hard to find these bugs if we didn't have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's... That game just kind of pains me, and it's it had a really... I almost want to go back and take away my stance if it had a solid release. It had a good release. And it's just slid downhill into oblivion quite rapidly. Like it's, it's one of these things where it's like every time they fix something, I think about going back to that game, and then a new problem happens in the same thought I'm thinking of that, and I go, eh. I regret buying the season pass for this game by now. Like it's the If I had known this much bullshit would happen when I bought that stuff, I wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. I'd still probably have bought the game because it's an okay game and it fills in time. Keep me at vanilla so I can't. You can't break the game on me. Yeah, like and it's. This is the dumb part too, where it's like every time they fix something, more issues show up. Where it's like, okay, we had some issues at vanilla, but they were mostly like exploits of like you could farm these guys to get points and stuff like that. We didn't have a bunch of these problems we now have. Every time you guys add crap, shit breaks worse and it's not like it's they haven't managed to successfully make it so the old shit's not broken it's just not broken for a couple days mm -hmm. the issues keep popping back up it's 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 i don't call it saddening but it's disheartening because that game could have been something awesome but the game had some flaws initially and it's just added to that list of flaws since and you've got ubisoft punishing a user base for having fun with their game and finding ways to exploit the system, but at the same time, it's like, no, it, it feels very much like you're not playing the game right. Are we cheating? Well, some of you were at first, but yes, is, is this cheating? No, but you weren't supposed to do it this way. So then fix it. Okay, we will, and we will punish you for not playing correctly, though, in the first place. Uh, that's how you wind up in flaming dumpster status for me. We're just... You become at odds with your community. I think you hit flaming dumpster status before you reach there. Yeah, like, but it's, that is like conflagration. That is like the Chicago fire. No, it's. I, I think people <laughs> should genuinely stop playing this game at this point until Ubisoft gets their shit sorted out. Like it's, it's getting bad. They keep having scheduled like fixed updates. Patches are ongoing. Like the fact that you can get multiple hut patches in a week is nuts. And I'm not saying Destiny's had a perfect launch, but by comparison, holy crap, that game launched well. Like, the only stumble it had was some loot didn't show up in the most in the most recent one, the April update, and that was like, oh, this free treasure box didn't show up in your inbox. We're fixing it, guys. Right, but free treasure! Mm -hmm. Kind of hard to complain about that at that point in my book, but I, it's... So... I've gotten my bile out. Don't play the division. Go play Destiny, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll fix it, but like, that's some bullshit at this point. I thought we'd take the. I promised Jeff we would now take this chance to talk about some other games that had promising starts that then just kind of shit the bed, burst into flames, and kind of collapsed under their own weight in some weird ways, because. We've both played some ones out there that maybe it was a game that kind of what the fuck the franchise. Or stuff like The Division, where just it started off good and they kept tinkering with it and eventually kind of imploded under its own tinkered weight. So, 
the first game that always jumps to my mind of they made an amazing game and if you could go back to vanilla or find vanilla servers the game's phenomenal is team fortress 2 yeah because that is a game that like until it was fully balanced and then they just started playing with the seesaw and then it just kept rocking back and forth and took this smooth sailing thing to just rocky oceans and completely fucked with itself and self-destruct yeah no no i was a big fan of vanilla in that game and then the unlockable weapons started showing up and i'm like okay i'm wary of this but fine and then hat showed up as like aesthetic items i'm like okay that's fine and then stat boosts started happening and unlocked in the game and i'm like this is no longer fine it's time to go play a new game yeah they fucked with too many things like Playing with the aesthetics in the game, great. Give people a reason to stick around. I'm totally cool with that. I basically enjoyed up until... After Hats... What item had they just introduced? I don't even remember. I think it was like the short bus or something. It was a scout item. But it was like we're so far gone at this point. Like, everything is so fucked up. It was, ugh, that game is sad to look back on. No, they, they managed to unbalance a surprisingly well-balanced game. Like, that is, that's actually a really good example of a game that you can track as it got worse as they added more stuff to it. It's like, the game is good. We added new weapons. Okay, are they balanced? Eh, most of them suck, so it doesn't matter until they didn't. Yeah. They either suck or they're broken. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of them were situationally broken, but the people who, like, would just go to that situation yeah. like be like okay there's a map that the back burner is great why because it's close corridors and you're not going to be sending a rocket back at anyone anyway okay so people who like that just play on that map yep so if you want to play that map expect to get back burnered yeah no matter what your game plan was or how you wanted to enjoy the game no and they kept adding cool stuff like pushing that bomb for the flag system like they kept adding cool stuff buried under a layer of this was cool remove the weapon stuff. This was cool. Remove the hats. Give me stat boost stuff. Like, I'd have been totally okay if I had to pay for, like, skins and purely just aesthetic, aesthetic items. Yeah. shit. I'm, yeah. I'm totally okay with that in video games where it's like, you want your character to look like this? Yes. I'd have loved an all-female pack of character designs for that game. That could have been cool. I'd have mm -hmm. paid money for that. But it's like, oh, buy keys for hats. No. <laughs> Or just wait for them to drop it. It was it was a nightmare. I yeah I yeah no I I I forgot about that one. I was gonna start off with um Soul Calibur four. Okay. Where I for anyone who played Soul Calibur four with Yoda in it, you'll understand that the jump from three to four in weird mechanics was insane. Like they added this instant kill armor breaking system that in theory was kind of neat but the game lost so much of what made it cool as a result of that that it became a lot less interesting like i either two or three of that franchise is the best soul caliber in my brain i like three a lot because it introduces some fun characters and it's got a really good character creator i will say that i'm not sure i like the character I, I like three a lot i like the systems they had going the kind of single player campaign game was cool what they did with 4 were, like, suddenly the aesthetic items you made in custom characters affected their stats. Like, it wasn't so much to create a character as it was min-max for a best character. And then on top of that, you throw in the character of Yoda that's too short to grab, 
goes on it's short enough he actually dodges automatically a bunch of horizontal attacks like there are characters you can't hit him reliably as mm-hmm. and I, that game flat out forced me out of that franchise where it just it was i played it i'm like oh yoda's bullshit this will be bad go online wow everyone's playing as yoda surprise surprise yeah oh, i can believe that that game was bad it's- there's two different types that of like games that you've described here, where there's like games that like added content until they collapsed into their own weight, and then there's like games that had bad releases or games that just pittered. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like we make fun of Evolve well, a bunch on this channel, or on the we made fun of Evolve on the podcast. Evolve and Titanfall. Uh, no, those so are Evolve. Evolve is yes, Evolve the Evolve Award is our joke. Don't steal it. Copyrighted. Um, the Evolve Award, yeah, we, we, we don't take that game very seriously. Well, so, yet. and to make it worse, you know what the award for that game was before Evolve? The Evolve Award. The Titanfall Award was the yes. year prior. <laughs> like, th- those were two other games that, in theory, should have been awesome games. Like, Titanfall especially had so much cool stuff going on, but they didn't do anything with it. And they added the wrong stuff reliably to it. Oh, God, it's really something we should have talked about in news. Go for it. Doom hit open beta. I that's the game I'm pretty sure is gonna fall flat on its face because I played the closed beta and that game plays a lot like a weird hybrid of Call of Duty and Halo. Uh, yeah. The quake shooter. I, uh, it's not a quake shooter. Failing. I, uh, speaking uh, of quake <laughs> shooters, you might like Lawbreakers or Breaker Law, whatever the new game from Cliffy B is gonna be. That looks interesting okay it could be good but it could also fall flat on its face uh you want to talk about either of the two games we just mentioned though as kind of like what turn to titanfall or evolve first for our you had a good thing going and then y'all fucked it up um titanfall we actually kind of like so let's start with that yeah say titanfall is such a weird one because like i wanted to like titanfall i did like titanfall and then poof (laughs) <laughs> no, and that's what I'm talking about. Like with Division, I was hunting heavy with it for a couple days, and just my interest dropped off so drastically in that game. Just like Titanfall's issue in my mind was there was nothing to unlock after it. Just became, yup, do the death match, have fun. What else can I do? Nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Evolve, on the other hand, or do you want to keep talking about Titanfall? I, did, I thought we had more to talk about with Titanfall and Austin because you you played a decent chunk of it, didn't you? I played it for probably a couple of days, to be honest. No, that's about. I think it also story. was catalyzed by the fact I don't think I knew anyone who owned it but me. Yeah. And after you know, it's gonna sound very childhood, but like after if you own a game and no one else does, it loses steam. And if like no one else gets it and then everyone else continues not to get it, it will prevent like the one person on the fence from getting it. Like when you were back in ye olde days, like me and Charlie, if your other friends didn't weren't into a particular game. That was, like, a problem. Yeah. Because then you didn't have enough, like, ability to play it with other people because no one would play it split screen, and if you hooked up Xbox or something together, like, there was no one who had extra copies of the game and stuff. Like, it really hindered your multiplayer enjoyment. Yeah, no, I I still favor games with a strong solo component for that exact reason, where it's like, I like playing with people, I genuinely don't want to play with people as often as other people tell me I should. Like, Destiny's the weird one where it's like, I enjoy the cooperative aspects of it. 
That being said, I've done some stuff in that game where it's like, I'm just soloing this one. I don't feel like dealing with people. Mm -hmm. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all, I'm going home. Yeah, it's... Yeah. But, um... Evolve. Evolve. So Evolve is a game that I got because other people told me to get it to play it with them. And I never liked Evolve. Go listen to our Game of the Year for 2015 coverage if you want truly uncut me and Jeff Bile about Evolve. We're far enough yeah. away from it. Like, that was just hatred feeding on hatred at that point. Yeah. Uh, it's I, That game just fell flat on its face. Like, and here's the reality. The mechanics of that game aren't necessarily bad. Like... There's potential. They could be solved with number play. Yeah, there's a there, there is a interesting game in there, and we were sold that interesting game. But what we got in the end is kind of division esque, where it's like, okay, what else is there to do? Nothing. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like that game. Like, <clears throat> it the mechanics aren't bad. I will admit that, like, some of the things that I guess are, like, to balance and whatnot, like the trap flowers and stuff, yes, if you're a hardcore person, you probably know where they all are, but they felt way more just, like, speed-bumping the game. And, yes, it's supposed to be punishing for missing them, but, like, so much bad could happen if one person on your team fucked off into that. Or if you knew where you were going, your odds of getting put with one person who had no fucking clue that was there were really high. Like, yeah. It... Ugh. And a lot of the problem kind of boiled down to if you were the players and you could get off, at least on the Titan, an entire round of just hammering on it and it didn't play well and it didn't stealth and it didn't get away from you, you couldn't kill it. And you would have to do one to two more times of it just running away and the Titan fight is just too drudginous. All that game had, really. Yeah, the running simulator. Like, they either need to, like... I don't know, make the monsters more vulnerable and give them more stealth tools or something, or make it so that they can't get so fucking far away or something like... I don't know. That game could have been balanced. It genuinely could have, and it would have just taken them playing with an Excel sheet to do it. And it could have been cool. Like, it's The idea of hunting giant monsters is something that obviously appeals to me as a Destiny player and a Monster Hunter yeah. player and a bunch of other games. Like, the idea... Mm. Especially it's the most dangerous game. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a really cool idea for a game. Like, a horde mode of that game where you were fighting just giant monsters could have been cool. Except they had that, and it still somehow sucked because there were definitely best characters in that game, and that was a problem. And They were all the, like, first ones, too. Yeah. Like, the next tier characters were all horseshit. Yeah, no, and, like, some of them were interesting. Also, the weapons, most of them sucked. No, and that was the thing. Like, some of the characters had really useful abilities, but then their weapons were just like, this is bad. You should not use this ever. But all my powers have cooldowns. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Just use your primary. What about when I need to reload? Should I switch my secondary? No, just the primary. Your Never secondary switch. gun's a steaming pile of shit. Yeah, no, it's like, um... The coolest thing that game had was the medic classes all had, like, crazy stuff going on. And the first one's like, what do you do? I have sniper shots that damage it and like, give it weak points. That's fucking badass. What other classes have? I make a dome. Okay. I call an orbital bombardment and buff people's shields. Okay. What do you do? 
I have a lightning gun. What else? That shuts off. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't play me, uh, your team will rage at you. Yep. You know, for bonus effect. Yep. You have to play this character, but I don't like that character. That said, another, I guess, benefit to it. Although they did get lame, I did like the character interactions based cool on which stuff. characters you had. I wish they had more of them because your odds of playing the exact same team comp was Higher astronomical. <laughs> no, like I said, the bones of that game were potentially really cool. Like, there's a, there's a really badass game in there, and weirdly enough, the world of that game is more appealing to me than the actual game is itself. But the game we got just wasn't very good, and they yeah. overhyped it into oblivion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes you wonder how bad all the other games that year were. <laughs> I, that was the same year as Battlefront. Battlefront 3? The new one. Oh, yeah, I think it's 3. The Star Wars one. Know. Battlefront, Star Wars, Battlefield is the... Yeah. No, no, Battlefront, because 1 and 2 already exist. Yeah, remember that list was... I own 1 and 2. I don't own the new one. The fight there was Battlefront and... Fuck, what was our third game for that potential award? I don't even remember. Yeah, no, it's... I kind of want to say Battlefront did the same... Battlefront actually totally fits in this category, because Mm -hmm. they gave you too much of the beta, and the issue was the, the beta was all you got in that game. There was nothing else to that game after you play the beta like it was it was kind of the destiny effect but in a game that's really just arena death matches after a certain point mm-hmm. they needed to add a lot more yeah that that game was disappointing as hell and it started off good and nose dived after you had a what else is there to do nothing moment mm-hmm. yeah say so, can you think of any other games that like collapsed because of the addition of com- content because that's a much more interesting i think and harder to find i could talk uh, about world of warcraft in that context actually um, well, i mean that one or that one i think is a very good one but it's such a huge one no because there's a very specific time i can actually talk about in that game where i'm not sure Go they almost it. tanked themselves so i'm um, as we've made reference to actually literally last week, I used to be a World of Warcraft player back in vanilla World of Warcraft. Back when that game was hard and hated you and just kind of kicked your ass with some frequency for no reason. But there was this weird time period when the Burning Crusade, the first DLC for that game, came out, and you suddenly had every piece of gear you spent weeks, months, years in some cases acquiring become completely useless overnight. And mm-hmm. World of Warcraft is still around. It's in no chance of collapsing under its own weight. But you had just this, I think, pretty, on one hand, completely undeserved, but at the same time, completely rational reaction, which was, why is everything in the DLC better than anything I've got? So as a player who never went full-blown raiding, when I entered into the DLC with the Burning Crusade, I suddenly was just locking up on gear. It's like, yeah, I'm badass now. Why? Because I have mm-hmm. no attachment to my crappy setup. Like, all of this stuff is awesome, and I'm not full of spite over the fact that it's like, but this thing I spent so long trying to get doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, obviously the game did not collapse, like I said, but there was a time period where, if you were to tell me a time period that almost actually killed World of Warcraft... It might have been then because people were pissed. Mm-hmm. 
And that that's kind of the division effect in some ways, where it's like, um, you could have handled this better, guys. Like, maybe make it a... Like, literally, it was walk into the new zone, kill something, better gear almost automatically. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird time. That's actually why I stopped playing the game to a certain extent, because it was just... I, I don't want to go through all this all over again. I feel like I'm forgetting mm -hmm. a really obvious one that collapsed under its own weight that I used to play a bunch of and got to watch it collapse. I don't know. I'm currently going through my Steam list looking for <laughs> things that, like... problem is, is nothing that's imploded is going to be in my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> where's the shit-tier one? Yeah, where's my... Uh... My F-tier games. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect failed under its own hype, kind of, but I like Mass Effect 3, so I'm not sure I'm one to comment on that one. Mm -hmm. That's a game that's... that. That's a separate topic of bullshit times. The DLC was hidden in the... in the, or The ending was actually hidden in the DLC and stuff like that. That's a whole separate I mean, I can, topic. I can say Resident Evil 5 and say the addition of... Uh, multiplayer that was unwanted that's kind of an example actually though they added a lot to that game and they took a they took a formula that worked out well for themselves in four and scuttled it just ever so slightly with the content of five yeah that's it's not as it's not a bad Blaring of an example yeah we can talk about it yeah i mean the reason that that game completely tanked is because um they took a game that was a survival horror game that was based around resource management of um me and my friend always said in that game it was ammo health and money pick two yeah and then you get into resident Evil 5 where it's like well it kind of rains all three because we have to keep two p players wealth appropriately so it was like man i hope i have a oh finding my bullets is really easy they just kind of they're everywhere especially because they expect you to just rotate things in and out because they completely fucked up the inventory system yeah um, that said, yes, I understand they had to do something, but if there's anything Arkham City showed us with, uh, Xbox and whatnot is that you are not confined to a nine by nine or a, uh, nine square grid should you not want to. Yeah. You can have more inventory spaces, but I mean, as anyone would point out the fact that a egg and an AK-47 take up the same amount of space, especially because the eggs were so desirable in four because they took up the least amount of space yeah was uh they fucked with their content real hard and that really tripped them up and caused a lot of hatred in that regard yeah but I like say I, unless you can think of another one we can i feel like i'm missing a super obvious one and i i guess we can throw street fighter 5 into this category a little bit where the game's not tanking but the game did not come out complete, you could say, and that's a bit of a problem. I th and they're still failing to add stuff they promised would be in the game by now, and it's definitely rubbing some people the wrong way pretty rapidly. Like it's, that's actually not a bad one in some ways. Like it's, it had a strong launch. Stuff seemed like it had a really strong beta, and the launch wasn't as strong as the beta because a bunch of stuff that should have been there just wasn't there anymore, or wasn't functioning as well just wasn't there yet at all mm -hmm. like for a free-to-play game where you can buy like, imagine if league of legends kept releasing new heroes and you could buy them with in-game currency but there was no functioning shop for in-game currency yet 
Mm-hmm. That's what's going on with Street Fighter right now. Hmm. And that's some bullshit. Yeah, that is some bullshit. Yeah. But at the same time, they're prioritizing I, the important stuff in my mind, which is penalizing cheaters and netcode and stuff like that. Like, I'd rather they got the game working better before they started... Because they're giving the characters out for free right now, at least temporarily, which I'm like, okay, that's fine, you're making okay on this, but the fact that you have an in-game currency no one can spend because there's no shop for it yet, that's Mm -hmm. something you maybe should have gotten working before the game released. (laughs) Yeah. Most people figure out the how do we get paid thing sooner. Yeah. Yeah. I could poke fun at Destiny a little bit on this, because we joked that the first year of Destiny was actually the open beta for the game. Because mm-hmm. the second release of that game was fucking amazing by comparison. That's not totally fair. Vanilla Destiny's not as bad as anything else on this list. Not by a <laughs> long shot. Better than RE5. Not, that's not hard. One of these days, I need to get drunk as fuck and play RE6. RE6 has some stuff that's kind of cool. If you're willing to put up with the fact that it's not really a horror game anymore. Drunk as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be me, probably some friends, and a bottle of John Jameson's beloved Irish whiskey. Probably. Oh, that's the only way I can handle that. Watching my be- my beloved horror franchise dissolve. Yeah, I think we're tapped <laughs> out on this topic, Fun. I thought I feel like I'm missing one super fucking obvious example in my brain. And I just can't come up with it. SimCity, kind of, but that's just a fucking train wreck. Say, so that's how to not launch a that's game. That's how to not launch a game, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that, ever. Figure out how to make it work before launch. Yeah. Or prolong it. Seriously, everyone will be mad at you, but not as mad as they were at SimCity. Yeah. Delays are better than games you can't get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First impressions matter. No, and I... That being said, you can rebound from this. Like, I'm not saying the division is a lost cause. Well, actually, I kind of am because you should not be supporting that game anymore. But like, um, until they fix it, I, I'm not convinced you should actually be playing it after they fix it. Like, the parts of it that work, I'm not sure are actually worth playing extendedly anymore. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's, unless they do something about all that too. Yeah, I that that game is an amazingly beige game, not in color but in like feel. Like the fact that the most common look in that game is beanie, black hoodie, cargo pants. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of aesthetic gear in that game, but most of it's like, I would never wear this. Like, everyone kind of looks the same now because you're like, I don't want to deal with half this bullshit. Yeah. That's just not great in my book. I, and it's possible to bounce back. Like, um, Diablo 3 on PC had a terrible launch, and it managed to come back with a vengeance. Hmm. People also genuinely liked that game, even no, in its it was, yeah. fire-infested, steaming pile existence. People still enjoyed it. Yeah. That was a game people, like though, like were still playing it while complaining about it. Oh, yeah, no, that's Destiny. If that makes sense. That's Destiny. Man, I fucking hate this game I play 20 hours a week of. <laughs> yeah. But... Say with that, should probably yeah. call it. Yeah, Let why this not? One Steam. Yeah, I think we're out on this so. one. I, so for those following the channel, you may have noticed that Until Dawn and Firewatch ended this week. We hope you enjoyed them. I, we hope you enjoyed the ending. I, 
We'll be doing more I stuff soon. I will be soon. finishing Firewatch as soon as I can, then. <laughs> I was actually watching more of that today. Yeah. What do you think so far? Like it. You and Jim make a good dynamic. It's a good narrative-driven game. Uh, so Soma's back. Episodes were starting to lapse for a little while. That one we had some recording issues with, and remember that remember that um, capture device issue I was talking about earlier? Yeah, we found that in Soma. We had to Say, replay the related. We had to replay the last three hours of that game three times because I thought I fixed it, or it failed once. I thought I fixed it, and then I finally said fuck it and use a different recording device. Mm-hmm. Which oddly enough, Yuck. like the glitchiness actually added to the game in a weird way. I'm like, I kind of <laughs> like this, but. Ah, uh, no, giant plot points are missing, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look forward to that. we got more Metal Gear coming. We'll be starting up, actually, a Jade Empire playthrough soon. Hmm. Do you know Jade Empire, Jeff? I do not. That's, I'm sure I will soon. That is one of the better RPGs Bioware made. And that's against some other ones. Like, it's it does not look pretty anymore, but we'll be playing that. I had to dust off the Xbox 360 to get that thing running. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, but yeah, more Metal Gear coming. I'm sure we'll have some one-offs coming up because we're having recording issues all of a sudden because everyone's busy. Probably hmm. something for Dark Souls. Yeah, something for Dark Souls, definitely. Said seductively. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm so afraid because there's dying in that game and then there's losing progress because the game crashes out on you. Like... I'm so torn between I want to believe you PC gaming on the high end, but I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. I want to believe. I really do. Give in. I want to embrace you as you were meant one to be embraced. One of us. One of us. Uh, yeah, no, that's how it feels. It's like, Charlie, give in to it. Embrace the master race. I remember Vista master race. Shut up, that never happened. I remember Windows 7. Do not undermine us. Do not, I, <laughs> Do not remember our follies. I remember Windows 8. Shut up. I'm using Windows 10. Okay, yeah, maybe there's some bad track record going on. <laughs> but any yeah. final words of wisdom other than fuck Windows Vista? Uh, I liked Vista compared to 7. That, mm-hmm. It reliably crashed in the same ways and never bricked a... T- <laughs> Have we told why I fucking hate Windows 7 stories on this no. ever? Have you heard why I fucking hate Windows 7 story? No. So I had two very expensive at the time terabyte hard drives get bricked by Windows 7 updates. Okay. There was this fan- uh, So there was this fantastic time period if you were running a custom-built PC. There was an update published by Microsoft for Windows 7 that it could get into a loop of never actually being able to fix itself. And unless you did things very specifically, which if you didn't know that was happening, you would brick your fucking hard drives. Yuck. Yeah, and it bricked two of mine because they were mirrored. Ah, fuck that noise. So the best part of this was I then wound up... My solution to this was to go online on on my laptop, find a pirated version of Windows 7 from a prior point in time... Because I couldn't get my Windows 7 to install because I'm like, I'm afraid to install it because bricking and like use data patches from that to revert my Windows 7 to a shittier non-functioning time period way in advance of the evil update. So fuck Windows 7 and then Windows 8 came out and it was for tablets. (laughs) Oh god. I I wish I could do Linux. I really do because then I would know why I hate things. (laughs) You can't be forced to learn. I, 
yeah, and Linux has gotten way easier, but at the same time, I'm like, but I want stuff to work. I want all <laughs> of my games to install. I don't have to explain to Linux what a game is every time I install something. Mm -mm. This is Dark Souls, but what is Dark Souls, Charlie? Shh, quiet, Linux. <laughs> what is Firewatch? Shut up! <laughs> it's my you joke. You to steal my own joke, computer. I built you, I will unbuilt you. Exactly. Yeah, so, um, final thoughts. Uh, if you think you're playing a garbage pile of a game, run away from it before it bursts into flames. It's just not worth it. It won't get better before it gets a lot worse. The shrapnel hurts. The shrapnel really hurts, and if you're like me, you watch the fire a little bit too long. Mm -mm. Yeah. Go follow Eve yeah. News. That's been cool lately.